Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Magnetic Goddess podcast. I'm your host, Amy Westervelt. I have a fabulous guest today. I know I always tell you that, but I really do. Um, Liang Lim is one of my very good friends. She is a um, she is a way of tea keeper and spiritual mentor for multi-dimensional women. I told you I was going to butcher that. Um, but what makes her so cool is she's actually one of the lionesses that is a group that I belong to. There are eight of us and she is one of the powerful members. Um, and so I am super duper excited to have her here today on the show. You're listening to The Magnetic Goddess, a podcast for women who are ready to step into their power and live their best lives. I'm your host, Amy Lee Westervelt, and I'm here to guide and inspire you to take the journey back to your higher self. We'll talk about everything from personal development to career growth to relationships. We'll share tips, tools, and strategies that will help you become the most confident, successful, and magnetic version of yourself. We'll also talk to inspiring women who have already achieved their dreams and are living their best lives. We'll learn from their stories and discover what it takes to create a life that is truly fulfilling. I believe that every woman has the potential to be a magnetic goddess. She has the power to attract anything she wants in life, and she can create her birthright of abundance. I'm here to help you tap into that inner goddess and live your best life. I'm so excited to have you on this journey with me. Let's start living our best lives together as magnetic goddesses. Welcome, Ligying. So good to see you. Or as I call you, L-Y, and you call me A-L. <laughs> yes, that's right. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Absolutely. So tell us a little bit, because I feel like there are probably you could throw a rock and never hit a person who specializes in the way of tea. So tell us a little bit about tea and tea ceremony and kind of like what that even is before we even get into how you found it. Mm, okay, so the way of tea, also known as cha dao in the native language of Chinese, um, is a way of living where we work with the art of serving tea in ceremony. And the way we treat tea in this sense, when we drink her, it's really about going back to a time when tea was used as a shamanic medicine. So even though it is not um it is an adaptogenic so meaning like it is very different from the qualities of something like ayahuasca it can absolutely bring about um you know really beautiful spiritual awakening very gentle softening and yielding and releasing qualities um so it's very feminine and the ceremony comes in in a way like it's almost like a form that holds this steady feminine energy and so it's a, a divine union of the sacred um, feminine and masculine energies, so to speak, which you would love to speak about, I know. Um, so that would be the the, the short um, explanation of what the way of tea is. And, and it really brings you back to um, embodying stillness at a very deep level. And so how did you come to study and be part of this movement of serving tea? Mm. I really feel like tea spirit met me where I was ready to meet her. Um, I well, a little background background story is that I was, you know, I grew up always with 
a real passion for writing. So pursuing a career in um, writing was basically everything I knew of. So I became a beauty editor at Harper's Bazaar. And then from there, it kind of jettisoned me into a, a career path that um, I sort of I guess I manifested because that was really what I wanted. Um, I had a job opportunity to go to Hong Kong. So I lived in Malaysia. I'm born and raised in Malaysia. And so when I went to Hong Kong and I, I lived the, the high life, the dream career and everything, I started to feel um, a little bit disillusioned because I, I thought it had, I, th I had an idea of what it would look like, but then even though outwardly it looked exactly as I had dreamt of, I started to feel like there was a, something more, like there was almost like this call to come into service. And, and when that happened, you know, um, it's quite funny because I literally just, you know, I was in a meditation and I sent out a message to the universe saying, you know, I feel like there's something more, please show me the way. And the way presented itself in an invitation to a tea ceremony at that time. So I went into that tea ceremony uh, of which the lineage I carry now. Um, I went in without any expectations. I didn't really know what to expect. Um, I just know that I love tea and I just went in and, and in the ceremony itself, I started to hear tea spirits speak to me. And I also felt this beautiful, remembrance it was almost like this image of my grandmother sitting next to a cauldron of hot medicine or soup just waiting for it to to come to boil at the perfect timing that tender loving care like the grandmotherly love and then and then that's when i that was when i, I felt like oh my gosh like this is the first time I actually feel like I'm back home within, like I'm no longer searching outside of myself for some answer, which was what I was doing for my entire life. And then I heard T-Spirit speak to me and uh, she said, you have to drop everything you know and go and serve tea. And so that's how I started. And obviously, you know, as with every human, I think it's it was kind of scary at first, but I just couldn't shake off that experience and the 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 whole idea of immersing in this beautiful mysterious thing so i went back to the woman who served tea ceremony to me and i asked her how can i how can i learn this how can i come into this this you know ceremonial um study knowledge wisdom and all she said was you know come in every day and drink tea get to know her get to learn her language and so i became a novice so to speak um you know doing all the novice things of like cleaning and waiting and really listening to the the water in the kettle coming coming to boil and assisting her um and then at one point i was hoping you know i will eventually meet her master which was uh, who was in Taiwan and as with all divine timing and the path unfolded so beautifully um, he actually came to Hong Kong so I got to sit with him and learn with him and that was right before COVID and my boyfriend now husband also asked me you know do you want to move to Edinburgh from Hong Kong and somehow with the guidance of tea at that time it just felt very with so much assurance like oh, okay yeah sure like just leaping into something unknown felt very, very safe. And then COVID hit. So from there, um, 
I went fully online and it's become what we know of, of what I do today. And it's just kept evolving since that's it. <laughs> so beautiful. It really is. And something that you said, I, I really resonated with, you talked about how, like, all of a sudden you got to this crossroads where this entity, this energy was like, Hey, take everything, you know, and put it over here. It's not going to serve you anymore. And, you know, I had a similar experience with my multi-level marketing company where, um, you know, source energy, God, universe, whatever you want to call it came forward and was like, you need to lay this on the rock and something else is going to come. And I think now that you are saying this, and I've heard several people say it, it's almost like this idea, you know, in, in the Hebrew Bible of, of laying Isaac on, you know, Abraham laying Isaac to, to be the sacrifice and then the lamb coming out of the thicket. Like it's almost a parable for this idea that if you're not on the spiritual path that you intended for yourself, when you came to have this earth experience, mm. there will be a nudge that will be like, Hey, you, you know, you're on the wrong <laughs> recalculating and we'll kind of give you that opportunity to say, Hey, this wasn't what you were doing. Yes, it works. And yes, it fulfills you in some ways, but this isn't really what you came for. You know that I know that. Mm. So it's time to move in a different direction. And that's exactly what happened to you too, is, you know, you're, you had the dream and everything that you thought you wanted, it wasn't bringing you the fulfillment. And so you kind of went scorched earth and we're like, okay, here's the new, you know, here's the new thing. And you're yeah. finding so much more fulfillment in the thing that maybe to some people would be like, wait, she gave up that like, that's all I've ever wanted. Like, does she know how many people like put their resumes in for that? You know? And yep. it's like, yes, I do know that. And this is, this is my fulfillment. This is my dream. This is my home. So it's just mm -hmm. beautiful to see you illustrate that in, in the visualization of your story. Mm, I love what you mentioned because I definitely, you know, I'm very honest about everything, you know, in my life. And and I would say when I first left the job and said, you know, I'm going to come in and build my own business and do my own thing and do something that is not very widely known, to be honest. Um, a lot of people thought I was a bit cuckoo. <laughs> And that included, you know, very, very close um, loved ones, because it was a very amazing career, you know, outwardly, it's almost like you get so much power in journalism, you hold a lot of power with your whatever you write your words. And coming into the other side where you kind of just leave all of that behind. Oh, my gosh, like, were there days that I doubted? Absolutely, you know, but the wonderful and honestly, I'm I'm not just saying it, but truthfully, I don't think I could have got gotten through those days, that bridging days and COVID without this practice, this ceremonial deepening, um, embodying the, the wisdom itself is one thing, but also having a guiding light on on my side no matter what that was just i felt like it was like almost sent to me knowing what was going to unfold in the world literally so because honestly the landscape of journalism right now is so foreign to me that i don't I hardly call it journalism exactly exactly <laughs> so, exactly so i feel like when you look back in hindsight it almost feels like oh 
it makes so much sense. And thank goodness I was, and as always, the universe has our back. We know that, but in the moment you wouldn't have seen it, right? So I, I always, that's why I think it also fuels my my faith that no matter what, everything is always happening in our favor, even in the moment when it doesn't look like it. Yeah. It's so true. It's so true. So one of the things that you really espouse, one of the values that's really important to you, again, I know a lot of stuff about her, you guys, because we're (laughs) is stillness. And what I want to know from you is in a world, in a world, (laughs) in a world that is so removed from stillness, where we live in such a hurry up culture, everybody's got the attention span of a gadfly, right? Like we breathe what 70 times a minute instead of like five times like they did in the middle ages. We have more thoughts in one day than people used to have in a whole year. How do you marry that energy of stillness and the quiet and the slowing down with the ever increasing sense of urgency and stress and frustration and and all of the, you know, the high octane that society today requires? Like how how do you manage to, cultivate that in such a space? Mm, I love this question because I can explain it in um, the concept, I suppose, that I call the vortex of stillness. I always say, and this is something that people don't really realize until I actually paint the picture, is that the vortex is always moving. There's a perpetual motion. And at the center of it, you can almost see that there is this stillness, it's a still point and around it, the motion is moving. And so we want to be this and then have the motion move around us in a very, almost like a conscious, uh, it's like a conscientious creation because we are meant to be, um, we are meant to be focusing our energy on creativity, on, presence and instead of all the you know what you said like frustration anger rushing um, and the the interesting thing is that the more we are able to let go of the concept or the idea that we have to force our way through or use every sense of our energy to control things that are external to us and we release deeper into the stillness it becomes easier to create the reality and or the life that you desire to live it's almost like people think it's unbelievable and impossible but when you actually get into that still point you actually start to see things around you slow down even though they're still moving at the same speed that you know another person who's not in that conscious um form and 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 you'll you'll be able to see it in like almost like a you know like how in matrix he did that thing and the bullets slow down that's how it feels like because now you're making a very conscious decision in terms of okay do i go forward or do i stop and it's so interesting because I had my driving license, uh, the driving lesson today, and it was almost like the perfect thing to 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 kind of um, paint a picture with. Is that he was saying like, you know, when you are at a traffic light and the traffic light is green, you get to make the decision of either keep going or stopping, and you have the awareness already, maybe six cars ahead of you, so you'll be able to see that, you know, instead of 
not being aware and then suddenly oh wait oh my god it's, it's green and it's turning amber oh and yet you might get into an accident or something so it's the same thing when you cultivate stillness in a world that you know like you said requires the the speed and to be honest we are light we are all made of light we are light so we are meant to move at the speed of light but also that stillness is often misunderstood as like not moving it's not it you are moving however you're coming from you're rising almost from that still point does that make sense <laughs> it does but i wondered mm -hmm. you so much and i if i could put you on the spot and you could take us into like a mini little vortex of stillness just to kind of give people an example of kind of what that feels like do you have can can you do that like a little one yeah sure absolutely all right ladies and gentlemen the <laughs> so if you like to yep emily has already closed her eyes if everyone who's watching if you like to join us just close your eyes and just allow yourself to breathe stay in that beautiful comfortable position just get into it if you're not yet in that position and allow yourself to ground. And if you're standing, your feet can connect with Mother Earth. If you're seated, just connect to where you're seated, allowing your, 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 your pelvic bones to be heavy. You just drop you do not do this if you are driving. Yes, of course, that's right. Please don't do that if you're driving. Don't close your eyes. However, if you're not, then join us. So right now, I would just like to bring your attention to your face and start to feel your face slowly, slowly widening towards the side. So the left side of your face is going towards the left, slowly gently like sort of like candy floss is just moving right side to the right from the top of your forehead to your eyes the nose and your cheeks and your mouth your lips is widening so your 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 left side is going towards the left and the right to the right so you're almost coming into a tiny subtle smile and your chin going to the left and the right and just continue to breathe and just be aware of your breathing allow it to travel deeper into your belly inhaling and exhaling opening up the center of your, the crown of your head, allowing a stream of light to travel down through the center of the head as you inhale and inhaling it all the way down a beautiful channel, the central channel that connects the above to the below of where you're seated. So you're inhaling the light from above into your belly and exhaling out 
through your legs and your feet down or your pelvic bones if you're seated. And just cast your attention now to the space that's outside of where you're seated. So as far as you like to go, perhaps it's the road outside your house, your room, your office, wherever you are. Maybe you can hear the birds. Maybe a car whooshing past. The children being crazy. <laughs> Or even if you like to go further, sometimes some people can even hear grocery shopping happening in one of those shops. Just allow yourself to, to bring your attention to that. And just see yourself placing a veil over this, a veil of silence covering it now. Once you've done that, bring your attention now into your house or your apartment, wherever you are in this vicinity that you're seated. Like maybe Lee said, children talking, laughing. My voice, perhaps even something clattering across the floor ceiling fan perhaps for some were in hotter climates all of those now place a veil of silence over it now that you've done that we'll come into the little nerves that are connected to your skin We're going to place a veil of silence over them now. These are all fireworks, like crackling all the time, super sensitive. So just allow yourself now to bring your mind to them and place a veil over them. And now we go into your muscles. Allow them to relax. Allow them to be quiet now and place a veil of silence over them. And now we go into the bones. Thanking them for all that they do and just placing the veil of silence over them, letting them rest now. Now we go to the eyes, which is connected to the liver. Focusing on the eyes, we're going to place a veil over the nerves that connect the eyes. Just allowing them to rest. Allowing them to be still. Now we go to the ears, which are so hyper alert all the time. We're going to place a veil of silence over them as well. 
they are connected to your kidneys so it's a beautiful way of just acknowledging any sadness or grief just allowing them to rest and be acknowledged and seen and we go to the mouth placing a veil of silence over it so that your jaw is relaxed unclench it loosen that jaw and now placing your tongue at the roof of your mouth very gently and placing a veil of silence over that as well the tongue is connected to your heart so allowing it to rest allowing the heart to glow from the depth of the very 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 core of this heart space and finally we go to the nose placing a veil of silence over the nose we're just going to allow the breath to do its own thing we don't have to connect or we don't have to control it simply does breathe and just keep following your breath go deeper see where the breath will lead you into the vortex Allow yourself to drop deeper into the ocean. Deeper and deeper. Each one of you will see a different thing at this point. Whatever it is, don't be afraid to go deeper. I'll give you another moment. very slowly now and inevitably the sun is slowly rising and so allow the light to infuse this area that is beneath where you're seated allow the light to grow wider 
bigger. So much so that it reflects your aura in its entirety. The front and the back and the left and the right, above and below. Allow yourself to inhale that into your belly, into the navel. And exhale. Back out. Anything you need to release, exhale it all out one more time. Just wiggle your toes and your fingers. Rub your hands, warm them up, warm your palms up. And just wash your face with your hands over your forehead and then your top of your head and down around the ears, massage your ears down the side of your neck, down the front of your body, all the way down the side of your waist, down your legs and all the way down to your feet tracing the ley lines then just shake your arms out oh, that was delicious how do you feel i know it's almost like oh could go so deep i don't even know i i feel like so i'll tell you what i saw was blackness i just saw nothingness like I was in space, but it wasn't even space. It was like anti-space. Yep. It was yep. amazing. It was yep. so good. I feel like I just took a nap. That was so good. Thank you so much for doing that for us. I know that, that that's a big part of the work that you do with women. And um, my next question for you, if we can all just kind of come back from that, is mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about how this serves your clients, like doing this, this work, slowing down, really getting connected. How, how has this served them? What kind of transformation is available from this work? Yeah. Uh, I love that question. Hmm. I think we, first of all, I don't believe that there can be any spiritual awakening in that sense that is at the next level that we talk about right you always want the next level next level if we don't have the very very foundational level of self-love and that means that can mean so many things but when we're doing this work with the stillness the first thing is seeing the darkness the emptiness and actually not fearing going deeper into that because I think on a very, um, at the, the, I call it at the mystery gate, because I think a lot of women or people in general are afraid of the mystery. They are afraid of the unknown. If there's no evidence, I'm not going to do it. I, or I need to be acknowledged. I need to be loved in order to know that I exist. You know, that those were the things that I went through when I was anorexic for so many years. And so it's a huge part of my work because I know how I got out of it in that sense and also how it evolves because as you would know, Emily, I know for sure it's that it comes back to us even when we go to the next level, it comes in the form of something else and it's, it's almost like an initiation 
Yeah. So the stillness itself is almost like um, the very foundation of mastery. And then instilling the trust in you so that you can keep moving forward to do the bigger things that you are here to do, to lead um, even when nobody believes in your words or your work or your dreams to keep going forward like that to me is the most beautiful thing to have in your pocket basically and when you embody that stillness i don't think there's anything that could really sway you in that sense not that you are a hard robot right it's not about that but like you know you can see okay my emotions are running high now not gonna make a decision right now or okay i am like leaders make decisions so quickly how because they can see it immediately they they embodied that they embodied this the 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 spirit the experience the wisdom and so that helps them to really come back to embodying all of these things and also to be to be honest, you know, all of us want to be happy at the end of the day, right? I mean, what's the whole point of doing anything? So when you're able to let go of those baggage to to exit fight flight response, so to speak, then you can fight really, really experience life from a very different point of view. So that's the gist of it, I suppose so true it's so true and i can just think of so many implications for doing this work for adrenal fatigue for depression for anxiety like there's so many things that this can really bring you back into balance right like really help you tap into that that goddess energy which is really what this is all about this podcast is all about this work is all about is about finding and being and embodying the magnetic goddess the one who brings the desired things and the fulfillment and all those yummy things into her existence just for being right. And so I think that you are a beautiful example of that. And, um, this has been so amazing. What I want to know from you is how do people get a hold of you? They want to work with you. They want to learn more about what you do. Like, where do they go to do that? Um, I mean, I would love to connect with anyone. If you drop in uh, on my Instagram, it's when still waters speak. So it's when underscore still waters underscore speak or when still waters speak dot com or, you know, I, I suppose Ling Lim on Facebook. And, you know, the one thing I, 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 I want to say is that, you know, like you said, the magnetic goddess, um, it's so magnetic when you acknowledge your 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 cosmic uh connection and your human and and i think that is a very rare thing and for a multi-dimensional woman you have the ability to really like okay i accept that this is my gift and shine your light into the world because it's really so needed so whoever that's listening to this podcast i know that they have that in them and so i'm just so honored to be here so please do let me know if you come from this podcast and what you love about this and all of that i would love to hear from you so absolutely yeah i'm sure they are going to be banging down your door absolutely in 
on here on, you know, if they're watching on Facebook or if you guys are listening on the podcast, um, she's definitely an amazing person. Like I said, she's one of my good friends, so I know how to pick them. Um, thank you so much for being here, Liying. It has been such a pleasure. And thank you so much for taking us into your vortex of stillness. I definitely enjoyed that. And you know me, I'm of, of the, all of us, I'm the gazelle. And so for me to be able to do that, for me to take this time to do that and really prioritize that was a big deal. And, and you were, you led me through it beautifully. So I really appreciate that so much. That's so beautiful. Ah, a seal of approval from Amy Lee. Like that means the world to me. <laughs> oh, well, I love you so much for saying that. And that'll do it, you guys, for this week's episode until next week when we have another great guest. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe and may you be at peace. Namaste. Mm -hmm.